0: name is Darth Vader. I am an extraterrestrial from the planet Vulcan. You're listening to the League podcast episode 424. Um Patterson.
1: uh what are you looking at, Butthead? I'm John Hunt. Play Inferno,
0: uh like the Inferno that comes after the Delorean when it goes into. The, uh, never no, mind. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. A good one. <laughs> Anyways, you. yes. Well, it's been a couple weeks, a couple of eventful weeks. We had Halloween, we had an election, and then we had. Four more days of an election. So because of all the stress and everything, we decided to tackle a very easy, fun, as Clay described, cheese pizza uh, type movie. The cheese pizza movie. Go...
2: But also something <laughs> I think we've all seen probably 1,000 million bazillion times.
0: Yes, it's true. 1,000 million bazillion. We're going to go League versus Back to the Future. And um, it's the 35th right? anniversary the so thirty-fifth Back to the Future movie.
2: The draws <laughs> nineteen. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I think yeah, this is no doubt. we, it, well, was, uh, it, we all love this movie. You guys were
2: uh, are dropping the maybe it was John dropping the knowledge about the. It's the thirty-fifth anniversary of the first one, but it also relates to the sequels.
1: Harrison said that, but he was incorrect, and I corrected him.
0: Mm. I was in, I was incorrect about Back, Back to, to the Future too. I knew that this came out in 1985. 1985. Yes. And uh, yeah, so that would make this 35 years. We just did our thing on Back to Future 3, which came out in the summer of 1990 when we had our live show. And I did my summer of 1990 uh, perspective, true, yeah. Yeah. retrospective. Retrospective. <laughs> Retro. <laughs> Whatever it's called. But uh, this is the one that started it all, as we like to say. So... How do we want to uh, begin at the beginning? <laughs> Might as well. Be. Well, what what are you guys' uh,
2: remembrance of, like, seeing the movie for the first time? Do you remember? Did you go to the movies to see it? Yes.
0: Yeah. And I, I do at the remember. Hanover
1: Mall Theater.
0: Oh, very well. Ooh. Yeah. Hanover, North Dakota.
1: Hanover, yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, I the epicenter of it. the coronavirus currently, so... <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. Well, it's so funny because when they're in the, the Twin Pines parking lot, I was always like, that's like where I am right now. It's like, we're at that mall. You know what I mean? Like it just I could identify with it so much, you know, like I was like, yeah, that Casey Penny is right there, right outside this uh,
0: North Dakota mall. <laughs> it is kind of funny, actually, because they never mentioned like, until the second one, I think, where Hill Valley is. And I, it could have been anywhere. I think. Yeah, it's uh, like a Springfield. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's Joe Springfield,
2: very... not Simpsons. Yeah, not, not Springfield, North Dakota. <laughs> a nice little town.
0: It's a pretty. Yeah, it's a nice town. It is a nice little town, and as you can tell by the '50s part, especially the you know, like the the I the one thing I, I do like about well, not. I like a lot of things about this, but the thing that I have grown to like, I guess about this movie is that it is nice and it's nostalgic. And in a way, like it's not like nostalgic that you look at a movie that you liked as a kid and be like, Oh, that was a fun, like Transformers, the movie or something like even, you know, yeah, you look the past part. the faults. Cause you're like, well, it was, I love this movie as a kid. Uh, this is still a, obviously a great movie, but it's fun. Like it's nostalgic, but not in a bad way, I guess. It's, it's, it's not, not toxic. like
2: it's firmly in the eighties, but it's so identifiable, especially with our generation, that it doesn't seem like it seems like Marty is us, really. So, but we we don't, there's not like a big disconnect between, um, between what's going on and like y- y- our lives. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems like he's really identifiable, like as being like, and and I he was a little older than me, so I was like wanted to be that cool Marty McFly you know, Coast Guard guy, you know, when I went to school <laughs> and everything. But, it, you know, it's something I was just thinking of now when you're talking about nostalgia. Like, it's nostalgic for the 50s in a way that I, like, was trying to be nostalgic for the 50s before it was cool and, like, rockabilly was, like, a big thing. You know, like, you know, get the guy in, the you know, one of Biff's friends with, like, the the 3D glasses in the in the lunchroom, or, like, you know, like, Davy Crockett hat, uh, all that stuff. Like, I, I was like, oh, that's, like, my parent generation. Like, I was always, like, into Elvis and, like, you know, 50s stuff. But, uh, yeah, just, like, it portrayed a 50s that I like to think that that's what
0: it was like <laughs> back then. Yeah, I mean, well, it's funny because there's, like, this wave of nostalgia now and stuff. You know, like, in, when we do it, too, and we talk about things that we liked and people buy old t-shirts from us uh, t-public and stuff you know it's like oh people kind of want to live like it was sometimes or like and, even but, your
2: your like usb record player looks like it was somehow made right. in 1952
0: or something. you know what i mean yeah it, but it's cool in that in that way like and that's why people i think still like it but it, it's also just it's a it's a great story and the funny thing i think that what you were saying clay is that you identify with marty because he's not about time travel he doesn't He's not a scientist, you know what I mean? He, yeah. doesn't under, he doesn't know what the hell is going on. It's just, he just likes rock and roll and chicks and riding a skateboard. And Doc is the one that does all the science stuff. And Marty just is kind of going along, you know? <laughs> and, and all the Easter eggs and like, almost
2: like the the foreshadowing that you see when you watch the movie a thousand times. And then like having the, having the truck pay off at the end and everything, you know, it's like, all that stuff when you see it for the first time, you're just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that they did that!" <laughs> you know, like everything was just such a huge right. surprise.
0: Well, yeah, it's funny. Let's start with me. So Bob Gale, who John and I uh, saw in San yeah. Diego at San Diego Comic Con. Um, it
1: was even the same year that we saw Sam Raimi.
0: I think it was the same Peter year. David. I think we might have run into him at the airport, but John doesn't. I don't. Know, so I I, don't I could be that, wrong. But, yeah. But we did see him, I saw him at a panel. At a panel. So Bob Gale and I thought, I guess until recently, I sort of thought Bob Gale kind of did a polish and Bob Zemeckis was kind of like the real force of so like the idea. Was really,
2: but it's like Bob's story.
0: Yeah. And it had to do with like finding his dad's yearbook. Yes. Yeah. And being kind of like, oh, I wonder, like, like just kind of going through his dad's yearbook and kind of thinking about Like would he have been friends with his dad in high school, kind of thing, and just yeah, because his dad was like
2: the class president, so that's kind of like the George McFly thing. He's like kind of a nerd, and like Bob probably thought of himself as like being kind of cool, you know. And (laughs) and the Bobs, if you have a meeting with the Bobs before Office Space came out, that meant you were talking to Bob Gale and Bob Zemeckis. Since seventy seven, they had wanted to make a time travel movie, but couldn't really land on. What that would mean, or what the concept would be, or they wanted to make a time travel movie. That's all they knew, and then yeah, like you said, like famously, Bob Gale goes back to his folks' house and looks through his yearbook, and you're know, like, you know, like the something hit him on his head in the bathroom or something, and then he comes with this idea, like, would I be friends with my dad? And then yeah, uh, yeah that, so that's how they started to write it,
0: and they it got they pitched it to like. It got turned down like 40 times around town. <laughs> and someone said, Take it to Disney. And Disney said, What? There's incest in this movie. You can't, we can't make this. He's like in the car with his mom. Yeah, a lot of gross. different
2: studios had different reasons why they didn't want it.
0: Yeah. Some of them apparently said it wasn't, they wanted like a Porky's or like kind of, or a Stripes kind of comedy.
2: Yeah,
0: that was Not really I'm big glad with they the didn't boobs. do that. Yeah, I'm glad it didn't go that way, huh? but it got back around a second time to Steven Spielberg and it was a much different script and he liked it. And, um, Robert Zemeckis had finished it was a refrigerator, right? Originally. Originally. Yeah. The time machine was a refrigerator that they had to put in the back of a pickup truck and drive around. And they were like, why don't
1: we just it make the time finished. machine? Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, it's, it's so funny because the DeLorean is such a, such a, a an important icon of the movie but to them, like, really, when they had this story and they were picturing it, like, the time travel and the DeLorean weren't really, like, they hadn't really kind of figured it out or really even cared. Like, they had a couple of different ideas uh, before they landed on the DeLorean idea.
0: Um, well, here's the funny story. Do you want to hear? someone want some knowledge? Do you guys want some Drop knowledge? Drop
1: some knowledge. Drop it. Yes.
0: This is some knowledge straight from Bob Gale. Apparently, there was a lot of product placement ideas going around, and Mustang was going to give them $75,000. To oh make no way! The car a Mustang, and they said no, we can't make it a Mustang, and they turned down seventy five grand. Wow! Can you believe that? Well, I've never I have heard th- that story.
2: Before. I, I have two facts related to that. Actually, one Sorry. is okay. that the oh yeah, crack it, sh- crack it open,
0: crack it open,
2: just like uh Marty's mom, the uh, the 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 lush. <laughs> He was drinking like popov vodka in in Back to the Future one, and that is the cheapest, most plastic bottle of vodka like you can get, like <laughs> rail vodka or like what do we call it here? Well, vodka. But in New York, they call it like yeah, rail I vodka. Think they probably it's call
0: like it the well vodka. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: but that is, I know because my dad used to drink a shit ton of that stuff.
0: It's not the John Hunt Tito's handmade. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it certainly no. is not
1: famous.
2: But if you needed to take paint off of something, that's a good... <laughs> but anyways, two things. Anyway, drop your knowledge. Yeah. Two things. One is um, Spielberg actually liked the refrigerator idea, and then he s- snuck it into one of your favorite movies, the um, fourth Indiana Jones movie. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, that's correct.
1: unfortunate. But that is there. Unfortunate.
2: <laughs> the other um, product-related thing, I think we all know that Pepsi... Had the sponsorship. Um, here's another thing. There was like Burger King in it. But they didn't actually have an official sponsorship. That just happened to be there was Burger King. That so he was like skateboarding by or whatever. Uh, so that had no formal arrangement. But the California Raisins. Like when, when George like dumps the peanut brittle into the bowl. And he's eating that. And like passing it around. That was supposed to be California Raisins. They actually paid like a good amount of money. I don't know the number to have california raisins be a part of uh the the movie and he and Marty was, and George was supposed to be eating raisins out of the bowl but they were like that doesn't like look good <laughs> it looks like they're <laughs> eating rat turds or something <laughs> so, so they replaced it with a with a peanut brittle and the only mention of uh california raisins is uh, is red the uh, the homeless person that's like sleeping on a bench? She's sleeping on a bench that says California Raisins. And they didn't tell California Raisins people, and they only saw it like when the movie came out. They were like, "You put us on the on the thing with the bum."
1: The <laughs> <laughs> I was the bum. I'd also like to point out that the yeah. um, the uh, Hill Valley set, the outdoor set, was uh, was used also the year before in Gremlins and was uh uh built for like a 1940s film an act of murder and i also remember seeing it in an episode of the twilight zone
2: are, are you talking about the um like where the clock save tower save the clock is tower. And everything yes um and i think it's uh i i, I watched the thing oh it was
1: in uh, to kill a mockingbird as well
2: it's wow. it said that that's like a you know there was like the, it's in buffy it's in it's in like it's in like a, in like a thousand things yeah, but those are very much. I, I think things. it might be
0: in like Pleasantville as well, but I could be wrong on that. Anyway, so the funny thing I think, one of the interesting things that you don't see this very often in movies, I don't think. So they wanted to get Michael J. Fox all along. So they say you no, know, but he was doing Family Ties. He couldn't get out of Family Ties, sure. so they were like, "Oh, all right,
1: we got to make this." Their Family movie. Ties didn't even tell him. to make
0: more money than Alex <laughs> B. Keaton. <laughs> So they cast and started filming with Eric Stoltz,
2: who was they kind of a God. wet blanket on the uh, whole production. He was taking it very
0: seriously and not funny. He wasn't funny enough. They but they yeah. had five and a half he weeks. He used
1: the movie as a as a as a tragedy that Marty led an entire life that he didn't know about at the end of
0: the movie. Doesn't make any sense. Well,
1: that's the big plot hole that I have. The problem I have with the movie is that <laughs> ending. That he lives a whole life that he doesn't know about now. We'll get to that.
2: Yeah, and, uh, I, I, yeah, and well, Stoltz, too actually like went way into character, and, and <laughs> apparently Christopher Lloyd thought his name was Marty.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: That's I mean, how much. Eric...
0: Sorry, go
2: ahead. No, that's that's what I'm saying. Like he was just like, how, how he, was he got really into character. Into it, yeah.
0: I mean Eric Stoltz wasn't. He wasn't. He was not a nobody though. Like he had, he had done. Oh, yeah, mask. Been around and stuff yeah, yeah so was the like, ultimate weapon yeah so <laughs> i just did that order. reference yeah <laughs> but they were like uh he's just not funny enough like he's not hitting the jokes he was fine like his acting is is good whatever but and, like, and if people not...
2: are curious there's definitely eric stoltz like footage like on youtube like all these years later and yeah he's like he looks like sad But like Michael J. Fox is like, wait, what's going on? He just looks like everybody. Like he's cracking a smile, you know. Like Eric Stoltz just seemed to take it way too seriously.
0: But the funny thing was that, like, so they shot around Family Ties. So Michael J. Fox would shoot like Family Ties until like five o'clock, and then like literally they would drive him right over to the Back to the Future set. They would shoot that like all night. Yeah, and he would get like a couple hours sleep and go right back to Family Ties. Remember being young. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i know
2: i would have been able to do that when i was his age but uh definitely not now and but and also i was thinking like that was probably just the the weekday. they probably shot during the week but for the movie yeah, they, they shoot probably shoot on the weekends shoot, yeah, the, weekend.
1: shoot the, the
2: day scenes and i'm not saying he got any more sleep i'm just saying like he never got a day off on top of like having to work these double shifts being in this amazing yeah. movie so
0: What's he yeah, complaining
2: I mean, about? i just kidding.
0: I mean, he's not complaining. He just, no, no, no. He was confident. able to do it at the time.
2: He, he was happy. To but do the, it
0: sure. the, the interesting thing was Eric Stoltz was doing something with Leah Thompson. at the t- So, like, he, even though he didn't end up in the movie, he led to them casting her because they were like, oh, who's that? Well, like, they, <laughs> I mean, he was amazing.
2: really in the movie because they shot for, like, five weeks. So, like, they were... And, and they were uh, way they were way into it, and then yeah, like you said, like uh, I don't know, I wish I knew the name of the movie, but it probably wasn't that great. But uh, but yeah, like him and <laughs> they were like, oh, that's the girl, that's the
1: girl. We need that her. girl the from movie Jaws 3D. Too. Let's get her in yeah. this movie. <laughs> well, they were if she's they wanted,
0: be Jaws to so. like the idea was to cast like you know great young people and just make them look old, like Crispin Glover and Leah Thompson, not to cast like.
1: They should All have people. cast Crispin Glover's father to play him as old, because they look exactly the same. They're both weird-looking.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> of course,
1: <laughs> his father was one of the bad guys in Diamond Star forever. Go oh. back and see it. listen to our Sean Connery uh, episode. That's right. Pew, pew, pew.
0: Uh, Michael J. Fox is also good friends with Crispin Glover and he enjoyed uh, working with him as well. I feel like
1: no one would be good friends with Crispin Glover. (laughs) (laughs) He's like such an odd man. Yeah, he's so
2: weird. And and I I actually was the one that declared that we wouldn't talk really too much about the sequels uh, so as to maybe save some content for later. But a very recent, like as of today or yesterday, Crispin Glover is and Bob Gale are like feuding over his his recast in uh, in the sequels. It, it's like literally this news thing is from today. It's like Why? he can't help. People are talking, and he's like, "It was illegal that they recast me." And um, and I guess when he was upside down in Back to the Future Two, that was like that setup. Uh, of of george mcfly being upside down that was only written into the movie so that he could torture crispin glover <laughs> by making him <laughs> hang upside down and and he says like you know crispin even just, in it. just insisting that like they used my likeness they didn't do this or that they didn't cast me in the future movies but i guess he was a good kind of a dick on set and they didn't want to work with them later huh. interesting yeah, like, literally, I was like, Back to the Future, Crispin Glover, like, Google, doing the research for this. And I was like, news like from today? Time
0: to let, let
2: <laughs> like, go. But yeah, like, But it's like,
0: there's still, I mean, 35 years later, and you're still upset about that? And, and like, one of the chances, I was
2: like, why is there Back to the Future news for today? Like, I know this is the first <laughs> year, but it's like, why is the dateline on this November 10th? Like, this makes no sense. And why do I have Yahoo Mail? I have
0: been opened this thing in forever. Jeez. Well, it's kind of funny, too. Uh, Jennifer Parker, Claudia Wells, pardon me, was not recast either because she was she had signed on to do another show, like a TV show that had like six episodes.
1: Well, uh, yeah, well, she was cast and then she had that conflict. They recast her and then the Eric Stoltz thing allowed them to get rid of the other Jennifer and bring her back. And, and, then and then there was another plot twist to that story, which is... could come back for other movies or something like I was, that? I don't know. Oh, yeah.
2: Something like when but she Elizabeth came Shue
0: back played
2: her. That, they, that the pilot that got picked up had gotten canceled. So she was available again. It was like this whole like big, long thing.
0: But she was not in the, the subsequent ones either. And apparently,
2: fucking Crispin Glover wasn't either, and we're going to hear about it for the next 35 years, apparently. <laughs>
0: all right so that's a little bit of the 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 backstory do we want to give a plot synopsis or just give the the most
1: basic overview i don't think we need to
0: go okay let me let
2: me do it i'll try to do it as a haiku no just kidding i'll do it really (laughs) short though uh boy wakes up in clothes is dumpy sad sack about but really looking forward to the weekend his crazy scientist friend Tells him to meet him at the parking lot of the mall. A dog drives a car. They travel back in time. And he meets his dad in the past, in 1955. And then he basically, the rest of the movie, refer to the title, Back to the Future. And then where we're going, we don't need roads.
0: Perfect. Very good. Yeah, I mean, the main thing is... The dog yeah, driving the car. For the dog driving, exactly. Einstein the dog. The main thing is... He interferes with his parents' initial meeting and his mom got gets the hots for him. And And he has to hook them back. He has to make sure that they meet and fall in love. And that's that's it's at the fish under the sea dance. (laughs) Enchantment under the sea dance. No, it was the enchantment under the sea dance. So yeah, that's the they have to get they have to come together at that moment and kiss on that dance
1: floor or else he'll disappear
0: or else marty will disappear yes and there's of course a a villain there's biff Tannen, the the bully the school bully played by thomas f wilson who apparently is the nicest guy in real life
1: yeah (laughs) in real life he's not a bully at all
0: no he is just uh just a nice guy
1: movie with larry the cable guy Oh, oh wow. right. it's like you know, like, like, <laughs> like that's he was, the most recent thing I know him from, and that's still like 13 years ago.
0: He was on Freaks and Geeks as the gym teacher. He was really funny in that too. Oh, um, so, giant. so yeah, like George McFly, Marty's dad, is in 19, even in 1985 gets bullied by Biff. Like it's <laughs>
2: yeah, it's he the saddest thing. He hasn't stood up for himself, and it really was. Um you know like the, if you read like com- hear commentaries or like interviews it's like it was the generation at the time it was like the cold war and it's like you know like you're you're like a teenager and everything's cool in the 80s and people playing pac-man and Hugh Lewis at the top of the charts and uh and then your dad is like you know like has to work some like office space job the tie or whatever he does um not mm-hmm. Not being as you know, find out later that he's really a creative guy and he can he can write and uh and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, he's like giving up on his dreams and it's just like, oh, yep, I'm just living Reagan's America now.
0: Yeah, it is kind of there. that You don't find that out until later that George does have like have these creative ideas and stuff. But
1: well, it parallels Marty's like right. Creative side as well. Like
0: Marty wants to be a rock star and whatever and all that. Yeah. And uh it is funny. That is a funny thing, and they don't get into it too much. In fact, there's a deleted scene where Marty and Doc are at the school. He looks into the classroom and he sees his mom is cheating on a test. Which huh. I thought was kind of funny. And uh, like we later on we see that she sneaks booze out of you know her mom's liquor cabinet, she smokes and you know, like she's you know, it's, it, I often I wonder this about my own parents. You know, I mean, I'm sure my parents smoked. I mean, everybody smoked back then, pretty much. Just just like she said. <laughs> yeah. But like, what were my parents like back in the day? You know, like what? And like George know, and know. Fly,
2: like they, they, they set it all up in the beginning too, which was like the the dinner scene with, you know, at the beginning, before anything is before any time travel. It's like Uncle Joey's, cake he he's he didn't get out of jail and like uncle
0: jailbird <laughs> yeah like yeah, he didn't make parole again yeah no. and like, like they're just
2: like suburban family like watching tv but just like they were like you know back in the well they're watching the, in the honeymooners yeah exactly
0: <laughs> yeah but you know mom's the and then Olson and says, oh, jimmy Olson says jimmy olsen yeah his brother dave so I love, yeah. It's so his brother Dave, where he's wearing like the McDonald's. Yeah, like, he's like
2: working, uh, some yeah, he's working some fast food place.
0: Yeah, working some fast food place. He's like, oh, I gotta catch the train. Yeah, he's like, oh, I gotta what w- train in in California? But that's alright.
2: And, and do you remember when she's he, like, uh, I forget the the sister's name, but uh, then, yeah, she's like, uh, it's okay for like you know girls to to call a guy like I can even remember like that being like a little controversial like in the 80s like when girls asking guys out now it's like not even you wouldn't even think about that like of anybody course. is like aggressive like when it comes to that kind of stuff you know but like it, I, I did kind of remember like being like that I was like yeah it's like, I can't believe like a girl would ask a guy out. I, I also was like a kid like hadn't even reached puberty so I was like
1: Right. Like, wow, I don't even know how any
2: of this works. It's like, yeah, but that that can't be right. I, I like kind of, you know, ho- you hold on to like your parents' ideas of how the world works until you like start to learn more about yourself. You know what I mean?
0: Right. Well, that's how they show the juxtaposition of how his mom seems like such like a uh, oh Marty, I never call the boy. She's and, prude. Yeah, yeah. But uh, when he gets back there and sees her as a seventeen-year-old and like. You know, she's a whore. She's a well, <laughs> Hey, woo-woo. I don't know about that, but I mean, you know. But she also, George, she's a
1: kid. She's a teenager. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and, and George is like a teenager, like, but also like a fucking weirdo. She's creep a, peeping tom.
0: Yeah, like, she's popular and he's nerdy.
2: And, and I guess the peeping tom thing, like, I guess that's maybe. Probably not to appease the studio so much, but they got a little bit of that. They're like, oh, you wanted that? Okay, well, they have this thing it in there. Cause it's like one. porkies.
0: Yeah, they don't really... It's not something they focus on. They don't make it though. like...
2: They don't make it like... They show her like in her bra, and, but they don't show you know boots right. or anything. No.
1: no, You get Marty Bum in the third one, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's to appease the ladies. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But also so, okay, to, to, to appeal all the people, talk you a get little Marty. bit about the refrigerator and all that. But we have to talk about the DeLorean a little bit more because oh, yeah. that is a definitely that is a character in the. I mean, the, in these movies Characters. it is a character. I mean, it's. I think that what they really just they needed something a car that they could stick all that stuff to and make. Well, it well, they said
1: good. it looked futuristic with the gull-wing yeah. doors, yeah. and also I think you could just get DeLoreans like at the corner store at that point because they had gone out of business because John DeLorean yeah. was arrested
2: he was on trial crime, yeah you know, that's uh, like like plutonium you could just go down to the corner store and yeah. get it yeah every corner drug store in
1: 1985 yeah. but like they yeah it became an uh, uh, a movie icon uh, Delorean. and i think the DeLorean looks better with all that stuff on it than plain DeLorean's like, i it know it
0: looks kind of really weird part. without all that stuff and,
2: and, and part of this uh nostalgia i think i've shared uh, on in these quarantine talks um, But maybe even before that, like my uncle had a car that had going doors, and for my entire life I thought it was Delorean. And then <laughs> I said, my sister was like, "No, it's a Bricklin." Like a couple years ago, I was like, "What?" And she was like, "It's a Bricklin. It's a different kind of car, but it still had, did I, it kind of yes, it did kind of look like a Delorean." But I was like, I th- "I've been telling people my whole life that I drove around <laughs> in the Delorean, and I wasn't." Well,
1: look at you. Don't have to stop now. Quick, erase yeah, this part. Yeah, you know? delete, 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 delete. No, no, I
2: can't because it's a matter of public record. Now I know my sister told me it's a Brooklyn.
1: Well, yeah, DeLoreans I don't think were particularly reliable cars, and people that like are big into like you know the DeLorean uh culture. Like they're they're they usually end up replacing a lot of the engines and put like good engines in them because they just are unreliable cars. Throw a flux capacitor in there.
0: Well, yeah, one thing it. you should do is check out Out of Time. It's a documentary on Hulu about the restoring the hero, de- trying to restore the hero DeLorean. Yeah, that's from the a good. Movie. That's a good one. It's a really fun documentary. So uh, definitely check that out. Um, I have some another DeLorean thing facts. Though, so this is really funny c- that we talked about doing this because my I have a friend who's into cars, and he was he almost bid on this auction for a black 4x4, four four, like the one that Marty wants. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, that was good. He said, but it actually came with the sports almanac. It came with Marty's Nikes. It came with, the, and I think it came with, like, a jeans jacket or something like that. That's but, weird. like, that it was, like, a total Back to the Future, like, nostalgia thing. And he said, uh, if I had an extra thirty-five grand, I might have done. It. <laughs> but like, he really loved that car, and it's something that I, as not a car guy, I always thought, yeah, the DeLorean is really cool. But like, car people know that that's a really good truck. <laughs> I
1: so I don't that's whatever pretty, it was.
0: yeah, I don't remember it was. I should have had him email me the the the, the web page, but he was just telling me about that the other night. No, so I saw funny. him. He's like, "Oh man, I almost bid on it," and I was like, "Oh my god, we're going to talk about Back to the Future in a couple of days." I,
1: so, I have a couple of DeLorean, uh car guy myself, like several times. Oh, you did. And, well, you've
2: yes. got you've
1: got cool cars. Yes, I've had a couple of cool cars, and uh, and I like I would I knew a bunch of car facts, and it's all gone.
2: No, <laughs> I can't think
1: about it. It's all gone after 2016. It just left my head for some reason.
2: Yeah. Well, here's yeah, a no. here's a quick quickie little what I learned about the movie DeLorean.
1: That uh, as
2: you said, they they wanted something to that they could attach stuff to, and the DeLorean had a lot of flat surfaces. It was very boxy, and a lot of cars now they're not so boxy. They're like everything's a bubble, but in uh, 1985, Everything was like a box. They, they had three main cars. One was to put in all of the electronics, um, all the lights and the and the counters and the and the flux capacitor and all that. One was for driving in stunts, in which uh the the scene I keep talking about, Einstein the dog, there was actually a stunt man in a dog costume, uh when he actually drove drove it. Like when you see like the car go past the camera. Um and then there was a C car which was uh they they pulled a lot of the stuff out of the inside of it so they could do like have the camera mounted and um and do close ups and like all the close ups of Marty's hand on the shifter and everything and uh and when he like hits the scarecrow like that was the yeah. so maybe there was more like and now they make like ten batmobiles but
0: according to this, they only said there was three yeah they only had three and one of them literally did get destroyed at the end of back to Future three when the train comes to smash it that's like one of the cars one of the DeLoreans. Is, yeah. is and
1: the uh, car was designed by andrew probert who was one of the people that worked on the enterprise refit listen to our star trek the motion picture episode
0: pat and yes. pat, 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 pat. Yeah. tying them all back <laughs> so i mean it's very cool though and it is that you can see like the car was restored and it is like it's in a museum somewhere along with indiana jones i guess but uh like it, it it's, it's it goes to, right? around to shows there are shows there are delorean shows there mm-hmm. are it's so it's pretty and sometimes bob gale will go around too and, and there's
2: yeah things. i mean it's like at conventions and there's like yeah. um there's a back to future musical there's like it's still like it, it's, it's popular and that like even like a local convention might have delorean set up sure that like there are different not an original ones, yeah one, like original
0: like... movie used Delorean there were only three and for years it actually sat on the universal lot like just sat there and anyone could oh. take a picture like John and I did
1: just did sit, we take uh, one one uh, sit on it yeah DeLorean? you could just yeah
0: we did my <clears> god oh that's awesome
1: see there's another yeah. look at we met Bob
0: Gale and the Delorean yeah nice. and, Kit, DeLorean.
1: and doc and, Brown
0: it, and a fake back picture
1: and see yourself. We haven't about Doc. We, we no, should I talk know. about Doc. Like we really should get into that.
0: Christopher Lloyd apparently didn't want to do it at first. Yeah, he ignored it. He ignored the script. Like, but then he met Bob Zemeckis. I, I was like, oh, this guy's—he's got the passion, the passion, passion. And, but apparently, he said the key to Doc, which I thought this was a great quote. He doesn't—he's not funny. Like, he takes everything seriously.
2: He's always in crisis
0: this is like his this is his life like this is serious the space-time continuum all that stuff like this is serious doc brown business like that's where the comedy is which i think is something well we we don't have to talk about too much but in the third one it it's not it's it's almost too funny you know like he needs to be the serious one and uh but he's great in this like especially as young i don't know i love Young Doc Brown is, is even weirder than old Doc Brown. I like that yeah. there's that contrast.
1: Have you seen those, like, the deep fake videos where they replaced uh, Doc Brown with uh, Tony Stark, uh, Robert Downey Jr., and Marty with uh, Tom Holland? <laughs> no. Oh, no. It's, yeah, it is, it's, oh, it's yeah. real cool. Yeah.
2: I tried not to watch a lot of deep fakes. It's good Star Trek ones, too. Unless <laughs> I'm looking at porn. Right.
0: Just kidding.
1: Okay just
0: kidding <laughs> but yeah doc i mean this is i mean christopher lloyd has done a lot of great stuff and even in, in those days he was he was very prolific of course listen to our star trek 3 commentary uh, if you want it
2: but see. also i mean i didn't know who the fuck he was until i saw this. really and then like i, he know, I don't think so i was Jim
0: from taxi for but I didn't,
2: we didn't watch taxi in my house so i didn't, oh my God. I didn't know
0: He's, but Probably I could think.
1: Get he's, it in on the local North Dakota channel, right? Yeah. <laughs> <The> rapid <rabbit> ears.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, for some, I think, that's
1: one
2: of those things that, like, their my, like my parents were like, oh, no, we don't watch that in this house. And I'm like, okay.
1: Uh, never watch it. watching. has that Andy Kaufman on it. Yeah, yeah exactly. A communist.
0: I think, though, if you ask just about anybody who Christopher Lloyd was, they either wouldn't know at all or they wouldn't know he was Doc Brown. They wouldn't know him as anything else.
1: Now, yes, Now, Doc Now? Before yeah. Doc Brown, he was known as Jim from Taxi. Jim,
0: from Jim but, I mean, come on with you. He's here. in some of my favorite movies. He's the bad guy in Roger Rabbit. He's he's hilarious in Clue, which is still one of my favorite movies. He's a little he body.
1: He's in over the cuckoo's nest, too, right?
0: Yeah, he's in everything. He's so, he's very prolific. Yes. God I I he was in, in the
1: Howfield. Camp, whatever. Out of trying to Sandler
0: values. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. But in, like, movies. this is clearly the thing that he's most remembered for, which is it, yes. it. It's just fine. It's a great. It's a great thing to be remembered for. But it's it's kind of funny because he almost didn't even do it.
1: He always plays but, a lot of over the top characters, but whenever you see him in an interview, he's like super chill. He's like to the point where you have to take his pulse to make sure he's still alive.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny because they would. They would, they would have to like, they would film the rehearsals because they said he would never do it the same way like each time, like each take, each and even in the rehearsals. So even when they found something they liked in rehearsals, he wouldn't always do that on camera. And they'd be like, "Wait, wait, why didn't he do it?" So they would end up just they ended up just filming the rehearsals too. And Michael J. Fox in the interview that I read said so was like, "Well, of course, he's so intense he can't do that every time." Like so, of course he would. Right. Have to. But uh, yeah kind of funny is they ended up just filming a lot of the rehearsals
2: yeah you know what uh since we are in quarantine time and that's what's bringing us to uh this version of our our podcast the thing that just came out like five months ago was they did a a re a zoom reunion with um the whole cast and josh gad hosted it And even uh even
1: crispin glover
2: (laughs) (laughs) crispin glover was not invited Uh, but uh but bob gale they were all on a, on a Zoom, and uh, then it, it the Zoom kind of ends up in a really fun way. They take, like, the cast of, like, the whatever, off-Broadway or Broadway, like, musical show, they all doing, like, one of those, like, live concerts where they're all singing, like they do with Hamilton or whatever, and it was, it's actually pretty good. But, yeah, Christopher Lloyd is, like, Josh Gad starts, like, talking to Christopher Lloyd, who's the first one on, and he's like... I'll talk to you about anything except not Back to the Future. And then, so, like, Josh Gad just starts asking him, like, what would the guy from Taxi do if he invented a time machine? Because <laughs> 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 Josh Gad is me in that instance. I didn't know his name was Jim. You
1: know, like, the guy from right. Taxi.
0: He is a great, like, it's a great performance. I love, like, got to uh, be a thousand years old, right? I, I don't know. He's,
1: I think he's in his 80s. Yeah.
0: But, it's so funny. I love like 82 the, years the young. to everything that Marty like, mean he's like, who's president of the United States in the year 1985. And Marty's like, Ronald Reagan. And he's like, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> the this. actor. Like, the actor. Yeah. And he just like starts like ranting and raving. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's, it's so great. That's yeah, why, like, like I don't know. First lady, like, the best James part James of James is the 1955 part. Like, because it's, it's because of Doc Brown. He's such a great character throughout all of the movies and he
2: has it, all of his crappings of of 50s are like 50s sci-fi almost like when we're talking about frankenstein like you know he has that gigantic thing on his head you know but yeah. that would be even in 1985 that thing would be like maybe just a football helmet size and not like this big thing with like because they didn't have they had tubes back then, but they didn't have resistors. It's really small, and the tubes were like big light bulbs.
0: It's great. They they all the '50s stuff is great. I mean, I'm sure someone could point out like a goof or something if they wanted to, like oh, that thing wasn't invented until 1956 or something. But like, I don't, to <laughs> yeah. me, it looks great. The set dressing. Well, they is don't, great. they Everything don't they is- don't
2: concentrate too much on that. They kind of like even with the DeLorean. Another fun DeLorean fact: a DeLorean at the time could only go. To eighty-five miles an hour, so they had to make a fake speedometer, so that huh. it could go up to like a hundred or whatever, and obviously eighty-eight miles an hour. But they said that the thing actually did; the speedometer didn't even go to like ninety or whatever, because max speed was eighty-five.
0: Well, that's Just like was my little
1: Grand Prix. Ah,
0: well, that was the funny thing. I saw an interview with Bob Gill when they and they said why eighty-eight, and he said, well, because. Something it was easy to remember, and we didn't think people would try to go that fast. It's like, well, they're not supposed to, anyway. And but if you um, look
2: at, if you have a digital clock, it's like all of the little, little LED lights. I mean, I don't know if that's exactly why, but like you know, it works for that. Right. That panel with works. the with the date and stuff. You know, It's like eighty eight is like fill up all of the
1: little fill lights. Up all the thing.
0: so. I want to talk really quickly to you, and then we can get into like you know what we think of the movie and what and John's you know John why John thinks it's a tragedy. But, no, uh, I don't think
1: it's a tragedy. Eric Stoltz okay. thought it was a tragedy. Well, I think it's a. Very plot.
0: quickly, I want to talk about the music because Please. I actually own this. I bought this soundtrack on tape and like i used to buy soundtracks once in a while but it's like just star wars and stuff and to listen to but this was like a really good soundtrack first of all Huey lewis in the news obviously huge back then in 1985
1: that's the first number one hit was from
0: this yeah and
2: power of love actually because of the the five weeks that they shot with Stoltz, to put the 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 movie got cut and edited in in, in uh, a crazy amount of time, like nine and a half weeks, because they needed to make up all this time and it got delayed on on its release. But they released the song when they should have, and it was number one when the movie was out. So like everybody knew the song before the movie.
0: It's so funny to me because like if you go on Spotify and just say like you know eighties best you know hits or whatever, they always have Power Love. Like and I'm like there are other great Huey Lewis songs, <laughs> <But if laughs> yeah. They, uh, this, this is the one that they all always play is
2: well also they um and famously too, uh I always famously I think I got that from Sam First. <laughs> but because it's not necessarily famous but uh or well known but you know some people don't know that he is the judge when the uh, Marty's Band the yes. Pinheads goes to play. But Kenny right. Lewis actually didn't he didn't want to kind of didn't want to do it either. He was like Christopher Lloyd was like I've never written for, like, a movie before. I don't even know how that works. And he's like, well, just, I'm not going to say Back to the Future in the song. They're like, you don't have to. Just give us something. He's like, all right. And so he's like, I'll give you the next thing I had. And that was the next song they wrote.
0: Wow. It's pretty cool. And Back in Time is also, I think, a really good song. You know, like good you song never, yeah. Yeah, you never really hear it. But also, like, I mean, all the music, I think, is really good. I mean, obviously, the Johnny Be Good and the Earth Angel and the, all that stuff. So, but... I don't know the the idea. Apparently, when they were writing the script, they had you know cards. A lot of a lot of writers write this way. They, they have cards, and just ideas written on them, and one of them was Marty events, rock and roll.
2: Can you explain and, the card uh, thing for people that like the as a technique, like where you take different parts of the script or something somebody was trying well to explain
0: it, it. it's not it's before you have a script really it's like the beginning stages of things that you want to have happen in this movie i you know and you, you just a lot of people write them down it's like you know just like and then so you put them all up on like a board or something
2: like charlie and, and always sunny
0: i guess so yeah i don't know i've never watched always sunny but i'll take your word on it but i mean so one of the things was marty invents skateboarding and the other one was marty invents rock and roll and I don't know, I never really, I guess, yeah, but I mean, apparently Chuck Berry was already sort of on his way up yeah, in, right. in November of 1955. It wasn't necessarily like, but I mean, I don't want to quibble, but I don't want to. Well, I mean, There's
2: that yeah. and he intense <laughs> skateboarding, but like because he takes the top off of those, that little whatever it was, that, that thing has a name too, a little scooter with the... Right with a box in front of Apple box in front of it. Like, right. So like, does that, is it that kid that like comes up with the idea for skateboarding? You know, like I when mean, he sees, right. when he sees what Marty does, like, how does he really invent skateboarding? Who knows? You
0: know, they never got into it. And I, I'm glad, cause that would have been a, better than Yeah. Like they have to move the story along, but they do have the scene where Harry Waters Jr. who plays Marvin Berry of, Marvin Berry and the Starlighters Mm -hmm. I think is the band so he's like your cousin Marvin Berry like they pretty much hit you over the head with it I kind of wish they had just kind of it doesn't matter but you know what I mean like the
2: same time like uh, story wise I think that it was pretty clever the having his brother and his sister slowly disappear in the in the picture like
0: yeah, that's a
1: but really... then who took the picture of them
0: hmm. and where what are they doing in 1985 are they walking around like just standing jab, in front of a well jab, jab there <laughs> like what was going on there
1: that's the story we need to see if they're going to do right. a back to the future sequel they should do it about them
0: about the brothers and, and dave mcfly and what was going on while they were while marty was <laughs> Yeah, like his head's gone. You know, you know, is he walking around without a head?
2: <laughs> well, I and I saw also um, that Bob Gale wrote it like into his contract that while he was alive, there would never be a reboot. And there, there has been like some comic book tie-ins and like maybe short stories. Or sure. Who knows? But like Bob, like the
1: animated series, right?
2: The animated yeah. series. He signs off on all that stuff, but he's like, "There's not ever while I'm alive, there's not ever going to be a reboot."
0: Well, that's. I mean, no, that's good. They'd said, yeah, we're going to do three and out. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I like, I like all that stuff. I, I I'm a little like, I don't want to give Marty credit, I guess, for inventing rock and roll. But the rest of it, I'm, yeah. I'm okay with.
2: I mean, <laughs> exactly. There are <laughs> people invented in a very roll. broad <laughs> sense. Sure. 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 Maybe he gave like Chuck Berry the idea who could, you know, like. Hearing someone on the phone, like in 1955, probably sounded really good, you know. When he was like, "What, Marvin?" you couldn't even hear his cousin's name. I think you he could hear him playing some guitar solo. Yeah.
0: It's, but I, I, I don't know. It would have been funnier. Well, what am I? What do I care? But it's like if he says, "Chuck, Chuck, it's Marvin." You want, you know, that new sound you're looking for? Well, listen to this. I, the fact that he has to yell out, "Your cousin Marvin Berry," because you're Chuck Berry. You know what I mean? Like I mean, It's just so... Well, it's a kid's movie,
2: you know? But yeah, you're right. It's you're
0: right. a mechus. I guess you have to make sure that we all knew. because Where would I have heard of Chuck Berry as a 10-year-old kid or however old I, I was? You well, know?
2: It's, it's weird that you never heard of Chuck Berry, but
1: you knew who Jim from Taxi was.
0: <laughs> I don't
1: know if I knew who he was.
0: <laughs> I, oh, I probably did. I used to watch Taxi reruns. Uh, yeah,
1: it used to be on in the evening. For some North North reason, Carolina. my parents were like, we're not watching Taxi, but
2: you know, it's sit down, kids, and we will have dinner and watch Barney Miller. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, all right.
1: But well, also, that's, he was that's also the kind of people—they're cool. Barney Miller people or they're Taxi. Exa- people.
2: I always <laughs> say that. I always yeah. say that. There's a divide
1: in I this country.
0: Think, <laughs> I think Jim from Taxi is one of the greatest characters of all any, on any sitcom all time. He is—he is a classic. He was it, like the pre kramer He was yeah, exactly. He was. And there was that great episode where, like, you found out that, like, he went to the Harvard uh, or something. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it's like Barney, where Homer gave him one beer, and then all of a sudden he's like, this becomes this alcoholic years <laughs> later. But, uh, so, so great. Anyways, but, uh, yeah, so the music. Yeah, it, it's got a great also, soundtrack. Uh, anyway, yeah, not just
1: not just the performers like Huey Lewis, the rock stuff and the, you know, the pop stuff, but the actual Musical score by Calvin oh, yeah. Silvestri is fantastic. That's like one of the like you can hum that and people will know it.
0: That's right. That's right. You'll get many of those now. He
1: does.
2: Um, you know, he says He's a, a lauded uh, performer and writer of soundtracks as well, right? Like he's done a lot. Oh, of
1: absolutely. Stuff. I think he's of the Avengers. Yeah. Mm. So there's one that's also memorable that he's done.
0: Yeah, I sing along to that, yeah, Ben Yeah, you know, like I sing. <laughs> you know now. Yeah. I've got the Back yeah. to the Future theme in my head. Like,
2: well, da, da, it, da, da, do you guys want da, to know da, da, about
0: da, da, That's what I do. Yeah, that's how I
2: do it. The um, I have a little bit of uh, trivia you, you might know about this uh, with the Eddie Van Halen. Um, it also it brings us to an alternate title for the movie, which was that Van Halen wasn't allowed technically to use like the band's music or their the band's name in in the movie but uh Eddie Van Halen had agreed to uh lend some music to the thing. And so when when Marty sticks the cassette tape into the Walkman and puts it on his dad's head in his Darth Vader costume um right. they, that is Eddie Van Halen playing some sick riff.
1: Oh, there's some knowledge.
2: But it's but like also, I feel
0: like it said the it tape. Van Halen. Yeah. I was I just remember.
2: getting to that. Yeah. So the tape, oh, you are, sorry. you are, no, no, you're exactly right. The tape says Edward Van Halen because they weren't allowed to use Van Halen. The the band name, cause that's a <laughs> brand or whatever. He's like, so Eddie said, use my full name, Edward Van Halen. We'll put that in there. It's like all the cap rights or whatever to, to get that's this awesome. done so that, um, and it's not like, it's not like that's the beginning to jump or anything. It's just like him playing some riff. He probably gave them a whole song to use. And maybe the song is like dispersed throughout the movie. We don't know. But like it says Edward Van Halen. And then everybody, when you're a kid, you just saw Van Halen on the tape, really. But if if you're paying attention now, you're like, oh, yeah, I get it.
0: I guess I always thought, like, Marty was such a fan that he called him Ed- – like, he referred to him as Edward. Held him in such high regard. Yes, he, he couldn't just call him <laughs> – Sir Eddie. Edward Van Hill. Yeah. Exactly. So,
1: um, But, yeah,
0: that is a great – see, like, I am Darth <laughs> Vader from the planet – an extraterrestrial from the planet Vulcan. Like he, I love – he puts, puts them all in there. Yeah, he, that that's exactly,
2: like – that's exactly me, too, because I love all of those things. I love Star Trek. I love, I love Star Wars, you know? I love Star I don't love ET. <laughs> I like ET. I don't love ET. Like, uh, uh, but uh, there was another thing too, which was, I think that on the Marty's uh, uh, George's bed, he has like a sci-fi illustrated magazine. It has like a a classic-looking sci-fi robot, and it says something like "a uh, spaceman from Pluto." And one of the producers called up and was like, I love this movie. I'm love to see that it's going on, but we should call it Spaceman from Pluto instead of Back to the Future. And uh, Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I remember
2: hearing that story <laughs> I think the Bobs like sent him back a memo that said, Oh, we got your um we got your yeah. memo from no- November fourteenth. <laughs> what a lovely, funny joke. We we can't wait till you send us more jokes and they just completely ignored him. <laughs> That was a good way to get out of it too.
0: Yeah, how do we? Because they were stressing
2: because of the five weeks extra shooting, and like trying to get all the special effects done and rushing to get it get it done and everything. So they said it was not a fun production.
0: I can imagine that. But From I, the filmmaker's you know, point of view, I'm sure the actor's you know, had and a like, great time. Especially if you're Michael J. Fox and you're working these long days. He also said that there was no room inside when he, so he wouldn't have to drive that car. He was always like smashing his hand into the, like, the, oh, the yeah, yeah. bits of old cool stuff that were all around there. But, hey, they did a good job. It was a $19 million movie to make. And it made $11 million on opening weekend on 7 785 it grossed in the U.S. over two hundred eleven million worldwide, three hundred eighty-eight million dollars.
2: So originally, Very I think it was supposed to come out in May, and then you said like it came out in July, right? So like yeah. two months
0: delay. July seventh. It has if I don't know if anybody still cares about Rotten Tomatoes, but this is pretty impressive. Uh It's got a ninety-six percent on the tomato meter and a ninety-four percent audience score. I mean, that's it's kind of hard high. to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> critics and audience basically agree that this is this is good so yes yeah.
2: is good
0: <laughs> very yes it's very good
1: this is very good
0: so I guess we could talk about time travel and and how that works and stuff I guess if we want we haven't really touched on that too much does Marty have a, a separate life that he's never led uh-huh. I Just never really thought life. too much about this.
1: Well, he walks. He wakes up. He walks out into the living room, and everybody looks different. But He's had he also this whole like life did this that he same... doesn't remember. Yeah, he, he slept remembers in his, his Other like, timeline, the same way,
2: and everything. You know what I mean? I just always pictured him. To me, I just never, I never even thought about it. Never even thought about it because I just it's the problem you,
1: that Wolverine has in that X Men movie. But Professor X is like, Oh, you we've got some catch it up to do now. I'll fill right, you in right. what happens, but like
2: you kind of respect that stuff, from that. Yeah, you know,
1: there's all this stuff that has happened that Marty has no like he could have been trained to be like a baseball player in his other life, and now it's all gone. Now he doesn't know how to play baseball anymore. You know? <laughs> well, I and like, I, why I, are they even right.
2: still in that house? If they're so successful and everything.
1: I know. That is another thing I have thought about. But you just I guess you just gotta let it go.
0: But sure. I guess you do. I mean, like you we could talk about the the physics of time travel. Oh talk about whatever you we want. have. No, I, I mean we I, but we'll never get anywhere, is all I was gonna say. I mean we could talk about we've talked about it as far as the Avengers and we've talked about, you know, yeah. whatever I, I guess... is
1: like the worst of time travel. I like That time travel makes no sense.
2: I like time travel movies they're all like kind of different. Like there's this one called like Time Crimes or something and like like Looper I like like, at, oh, like I hate me- oh, I hate Looper. I like Split. the I like the I like the mechanics of it. Like that's when that like time that's tra- a whole movie that makes no sense too. I feel like <laughs> I feel like Back to the Future doesn't it kind of hand waves over the Yeah, there's some time travel and like then, there's other ones that like go deep into the time travel in a sci-fi way, and I feel like Looper's time more of that size. You know, like time got... Die but, Hard. Oh no, there wait. was that movie with um, I don't even know if that's a time travel movie. Actually, it was Justin Timberlake, and he has some some number on his arm where time's oh, running time. out. So, yeah, like uh, there, but and and I'm sure that Dick that time scene, starring Johnny Depp. <laughs> the scene in time Avengers time is funny, but I, but I don't remember it. Like the when they're going around and like Ant Man saying like funny things about like is it like this or is it like that, <laughs> so I forget where they landed at. Uh, um, no, they, they
0: they came up with their totally brand new own thing, and which is kind of I think the problem is that they flew in the face of every other. Time travel story and just kind of Avengers kind of came up with their own reality of what happens where the Hulk just says no, that's not how it works, and then it just they just go with that. But like time it doesn't seem to make a sense. lot of sense. Yeah. But eh,
1: it was like know. we made it. We need our movie to do this, so there's how time travel yeah. works. It's
0: Which is, how I it. actually I like how X Men did it in Days of Future Past. I thought that was pretty well. I done. Thought, Ex-
2: thought that was very well done.
0: That's one of but I movies. I still don't really get what happens at the end of the movie. Does like what happens to Wolverine in night in nineteen sixty, whatever seventy five, whatever year that is, <laughs> whatever year when he's back in the seventies. What happens to him? Does he drown? And then like what happens to him? I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I guess what
1: happened. I, I, I only saw the movie once. So I uh, one much.
2: one thing that uh, one thing that. Is like kind of a constant, which is like you're bringing up now. Is like if you're ever, and they bring it up in the Backs of Future movie too. Is like if you're ever see yourself like another, like you see you running by because you know you're gonna be there. Like that's always interesting to me. Like,
0: well, yeah, they did it with in the second one with Jennifer sees her future self and she just kind of passes out, but Doc <laughs> is afraid. That I'm old. Dead, she's so i don't know it's, it's what it though i apparently not like it didn't biff has a whole conversation with himself yeah so that. no paradox there but i i don't know it's it's there's you could go you could talk a lot about it like okay so lorraine and george knew this guy named marty in 1955 they end up having a kid who looks just like him Twenty years later, or well, I whatever think they named him <laughs> no, I was right? sitting there
1: the other day. I was trying to think about, uh, like, I was driving through this area, and I was like, I think this is where we went to some party once, and there was this. G- I was trying to remember people's names. It's about the same, you know. It's like it, uh, if you only saw if you only knew someone for a week.
0: I guess that's true. Yeah, but apparently they had such he had such an impact on them. They named their third child after him. <laughs> Just kind of. Why wouldn't they name their first child after him, right? I mean, Marty is the youngest.
1: Well, right? maybe there were a couple other important people in between, maybe.
0: Then. Linda and Dave. Dave, yeah. more it, important, than
1: Marty. Yeah.
2: this isn't so much like a like a hard sci-fi take on the on the time travel, but one one of the little fun fact things that I saw across YouTube today was that I had never noticed before was that um, I think that guy, like. The farm that they land on, the guy was gonna try to raise Christmas trees there, and he had two, and he, and it was like in, in oh, Marty's future. I can't it was believe
1: called... it took you this long to notice that, that's
2: what you It's also a thirty-five-year-old movie. I maybe knew this and didn't and forgot oh, okay. it. all right all right we apologize so the the twin pines mall and then the lone pines mall
1: yes because i was i was talking about when we watched this recently with uh mrs elder i was like that's a good joke but it really doesn't make any sense like unless they built the entire mall around those two trees that he then shot (laughs) yeah
2: Well, he must have but sold it. It's still a funny bar. joke. But I'm just saying it
1: really joke. doesn't make sense if you look into and it. And you know yeah, what? In a, 1986, a car doesn't make sense either if you really think about it. So,
2: it I'm sure I laughed at that joke and, and knew it in in 1986 through 1993. But maybe I just needed to revisit <laughs> it or be and be reminded you started of.
0: Started going when you got to college and started getting into. Mind-altering drugs, I guess. But just, that's when Jones was saying, like, he was <laughs> driving
2: <laughs> around. it's like, well, I was at a party there once, I guess. I don't know. No, maybe, I just right.
0: I mean, I never thought about it because I'm a movie nitpick guy, and I always go, well, that doesn't make sense." But you're right. I mean, like, if George and Lorraine, they were like, oh, remember when we moved that kid, Marty? Yeah, I always liked that name. All right, we're having another kid. Let's call him Marty. You know, I mean, just whatever. Okay. Or maybe even just subconsciously. I
1: like to it. see the the movies about where they meet – uh Dave, David. and Linda, whatever. <laughs> they would get you a whole series about those two,
0: what they're I mean, doing yeah. in
1: 1985, walking around without a head. The people that influenced them, getting them named.
0: Yeah. I wonder if Bob Gale would sign off on that if he let them do the Linda yeah. and Dave McFly story. I always wear a suit to the office. <laughs> Why are you still living at home? Why? And it's isn't it Saturday? <laughs> what are you,
2: what are you he's just getting extra work done but I, one thing that's like always been true about like Marty McFly, and this does actually carry through to, to my college years and partying like i slept in my clothes a lot of my life i oh, <laughs> yeah. would just fall asleep in my jeans all it's the great. time mm. now i enjoy Getting comfortable, relaxed, taking a bubble bath and stuff. But, but I used to, <laughs> I used to wake up like Marty Fly from like the time I was nineteen till I was
0: like thirty three, with Huey Lewis blaring, and you know, no, I, 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 did that. Well, not so much now. Yeah, but in my drinking, I heavy drinking days, yeah, I did in that your a Your single lot. days when you're, you know, I like would, just a wild. I man. would wait. I once woke up in the bathtub. I didn't, you know, like I guess I came home drunk. And just laid down in the cause it, I, I As an alcoholic, I know,
2: because it was yeah. cool. It felt cool on your skin. I've, I've slept on yeah. many a cold bathroom floor as well. well I I like I for some reason, I guess the floor was dirty.
0: All right, so I'm like, let me just climb in here.
2: John, it's nothing. It's not too late. Just <laughs> <laughs> wait for uh, uh, the your this North Dakota wife. To go to sleep, and then you get up, and then you go downstairs into your uh, Star Trek bathroom, and just take a nap on the floor.
1: Star Trek bathroom's upstairs, but you know, uh, oh, even better, it's right in the next room. As a matter of fact,
2: mm. it's, it's <laughs> even better.
1: It's, it's it's on the other side of the wall that I'm facing currently. Huh.
2: You don't even have to beam in there. Do you make the <laughs> make the sh- sound
1: like a like an airplane too? airplane too? Yeah, I always do.
0: So the one thing I do want to say that I, I do like, and I don't know if this is real, or if this would happen or not, right? But I mean, the idea that Biff the Bully in the in the changed 1985, the updated version, whatever you want to call it, the new 1985, becomes just like this like Pepsi free, new color. Like, you know what I mean? Just like, uh, like hi Marty. Oh, like, you know, Mr. McCly. He, he, like, it's a
1: little over the top.
0: There. It's a little over the top, but I'm glad that, like, I don't know. I mean, i, I that's what I want to happen to bullies, in mm. fact, I guess.
1: He has <laughs> his own detailing service, though. I mean, yeah, I guess he's doing all business. right. The,
0: the last five minutes of that
2: movie, like, they just cram it all in, and it all ties everything up in a
1: nice little boat and leaves it open like, for where we're But going. then,
0: yeah, like, have the sequel...
1: But it originally wasn't going to be a sequel. I thought. I thought it was just, this was a one-off, and they stuck that to be continued in the home video release.
0: I oh, I, I do think walk. you're right. I mean, obviously, they shot it hoping that it would be successful, and maybe they would get another movie out of it. But yeah, I don't know because they didn't worked. have
1: any ideas after that. They were like, "That was supposed <laughs> to be the end." You know, we didn't know we were going to do a whole thing. But and then it was a big success.
0: Well, there you go. But it's funny because it seems like they were laying. Groundwork for, but I guess the, not because you know, the way the first one ends and the second one begins is slightly different. That's I mean, just, they reshot it. Yes, it's a different, Jennifer. Yeah, but also because like Diff comes out and was like, "Oh look, I got these matchbooks," which do come into play later, and that's kind of interesting. So. It's just not writing, yeah,
1: man. It's just like Secret Monkey, how he tied it all up in the last. 12, issue 10, 11, and 12, whatever. We well, tied you back did. I, I, can't. One, two, all
0: right. I can't take credit I for that. that so I understand
1: surprise. how it works. Yeah,
0: yeah. you got you it all from back. back to the Future. You take the
1: stuff that was in there, and you say, how can we flip this around and make it work into something new? And you go, boom, yeah. well, so obvious. Why didn't I see that earlier?
0: There you go. Bob Gale new mm-hmm. The Bob's mm-hmm. Good writing. Good writing. So uh, this is definitely... One of my favorite movies. I also like the second one quite a bit. Third one. I like the second
1: one better, actually. I don't know why. I know I know that the first one is a better movie. And the second one is a, like kind of an incomplete story. But I, I like that one better. Third I one. Like I the like the
0: adventure it. of the second one. <laughs> you didn't like it all.
1: <laughs> I don't like it at all. And I here's what I was talking about with Mrs. Elder. I we was talking about Mary Steinberg in it.
0: And I was like yeah. Sh- she's just kind of
1: uh. and then she said she's like olive oil and I was like that's exactly yeah. what she is. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: it's I guess they wanted to do something different give Doc the, the, cool. the
1: love story I but, but, but
0: I'm, I just, I'm I just she wasn't a very good character and it she dragged it down kind of you know in a way it's kind of weird you know it's, I hate to say that. I am sure Mary Steenburgen is a lovely person.
1: Yeah, so that's nothing against it. her character, which is <laughs> kind of lame. And I didn't like Doc in the movie. And then he's got the kids, Jules and Vern. I was
0: just like, I'm just I, not into this one. I
1: liked the 1955 part at the beginning.
0: I did too. That's my favorite part of the movie because that's the Doc Brown that I enjoy, and the one in it, it because he was a different. He just like a different character. He wasn't serious. It was kind of more funny. He wasn't the what was the science. thing
1: that uh, that uh, Seth MacFarlane did where he tied? With, with, didn't he do that Western and it had Doc in it? Oh, was
0: well? he? Oh, I don't remember. I never saw oh, that. Oh, I saw that movie. The the that. Million,
1: yeah,
0: that was. Yeah, um, I mean, it's
2: not a very good movie. Yeah, I did, didn't like. I like I like a Seth MacFarlane joint, but uh, I did not think that
0: was good. Yeah, I didn't like the the third Back to the Future. Is definitely the least. I think anyone would probably tell you that's like the least of the the least fun of the three especially things like the wake-up juice and stuff like that it just starts to get kind of goofy you know near the end yeah, yeah, i mean
2: i like it i don't i don't know that i would say that it's like i, I don't know how i would rank them actually but i, I like that one i like the. Uh, i like cowboy stuff and i like the uh i like marty's fucking great great grandfather or whatever like <laughs> i just think that was all fun
0: I mean, that yeah, they had they had that sort of a tradition of that, so I, mean, I was okay with it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Out of the three, it's, I think it's, it's still not... It's fine. It, I'm not going to say I don't like it at all, but I, I think, John, is. I agree with you. I think the second one has is a lot of fun to watch, and you know, I'll watch that movie anytime. because also you
2: go to the future. I mean, like, that was yeah. like, the coolest.
0: but I also yeah. like the alternate 1985. I think it's a fun... Yeah, like, I like scary. All that stuff. Like this is what happens. Like this is what can happen with time travel. It goes yeah. bad, you know. I like that. Then they tie it back to the first one, and it's really. I thought. I, I don't know if it's an incomplete story. I guess you could say it is because it doesn't really end. But, yes. Well,
1: mm-hmm. I mean, it ends, but it ends on a cliffhanger.
0: It ends on a cliffhanger, right? But I think it's there's a lot going on in that movie. So yeah, I don't know. But you're right. It's- the first one is the one that's like everyone has fond memories of it's 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 the
1: one it's the one movie you can watch and it's a complete story
2: and and also i mean you know when i was like hey let's, let's uh let's just finally do this one and you were like i'm all good i just watched this the other day i watched this the other day and i watched it today i literally can't say that about many many things especially after star wars is like a little sour for me like, there's nothing I can just put on and, and totally enjoy. It. And it doesn't matter how, how many times. I could watch this again from the beginning when I go home tonight. Like, I, I will never get sick of this movie. It's just so awesome. I will watch it whenever it's on. You know, what a good thing to put on if you're like with your family on Thanksgiving and like, you like, what do you watch? i don't know, back to back the creatures on. Like, just watch I think it. that's how
1: so I good. also feel about Ray's Lost Ark. I'm sure oh, Dirkson agrees.
0: Two of the movies that we've covered yeah i i agree i agree with you clay and i yeah i agree about raise a lot too but yeah i agree i i watched this like when we were like at the beginning of pandemic and we were quarantined and i was working from home and i i was in the in the bedroom and rachel was in the mrs commander was in the And hell, why not
2: if it's you know, you got a quartz in that why not just watch all three and you know, So I just pictures, yeah, I have you know, them it?
0: all on D V D and I, I, I have a Blu-ray player here and I just threw them in, like watch them three in a row. But um yeah, so like and you I and I could watch it again. If it was on right now, I'd watch it and or you know, whatever. I could watch sit and watch it and never get tired of it. So there you go. That's how we feel. And it does
2: have a little bit of that. I think part of the fun of it is like the, it kind of does have like a magical Spielberginess to the whole thing. You know, like there's this something, I don't know if it's nostalgic for my childhood, but it's just something just so fun. And it's like just the best.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. So I think we can end on that note. Right. Unless we have anything else to say, uh, <laughs> let's see if I
2: on... missed any um, any of these uh, fun facts I wrote down. Oh, jeez. Oh, um, the Marty's band is called the Pinheads. Did I say that one already? I might okay have. Uh, well,
1: yeah. well, Derson said it, but yeah.
2: Oh, Derson said it. It's and, a fun
0: it's a fun name.
2: And yeah. there's um, a switch on that ridiculous amp that blows. As rock and rollers, I appreciated this, <laughs> uh, but there's no way anybody would make a for like a speaker that size that that blows him back into the back wall, but it is so funny. Uh, but the, the one of the switches is says CRM one one four, which is an obscure Stanley Kubrick reference, and because I'm obsessed with Stanley Kubrick,
1: I had to mention it. Oh, CRM, I just watched Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey last night. That's
2: the name of like oh, wow. one of the main ships in Two Thousand One. It's oh. it's a also a switch of some kind in Doctor Strangelove. And uh, it's in another Kubrick movie that I can't think of right now. But uh, but yeah, one of the switches as he's like going down the dials and turning things up, and he's like plugs it in. And I always thought it was cool that he had one of those gu- guitar chords that was flat so that it wasn't just sticking out of the right. guitar. <laughs> and uh, to this day, you know, I watch soundtracks like all the time. Like, that's just like the most rock and roll. 20 seconds. So he <laughs> he's a, he, he has, like the, the light glimmers off of this pick. That's like made out of metal, which is probably not a great thing to make a guitar pick out of, but it just looks fantastic.
0: Yeah. It's great too, that they use, I don't know if people really do that stuff anymore. Like, directors putting homages to other directors or like, you know, in their movies. It's, it's just not something that happens a lot anymore. Like putting R2D2 and C3PO on the wall and then well, the souls or, or, or like that's Kubrick. Switch or whatever. And then when they I mean, started doing CGI, putting lot. in
2: all the ships, like they put a, like, an Enterprise in this one, or yeah. put a, you know Battlestar had all famously had all famously had all the ships in it. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I
0: feel like yeah, like <laughs> Quentin Tarantino maybe does it, but other than that, I can't really think of any any directors who bother doing that kind of fun stuff. So and uh,
2: And the the clock tower being referenced to another like a silent movie where someone was hanging off the.
1: Well, probably. Uh, uh, oh, I can't think. Buster
2: Keaton. But yes. it's not Buster Keaton. It's somebody with the last name Lloyd, because that was also oh, like another little
1: Christopher lit.
2: Lloyd. <laughs> but in and right as the movie opens, they they go across all of um all of Doc's clocks, and there's like a clock of that silent movie, like you know foretelling later on in the movie, and then Einstein's Harold Doc, Lloyd. Who, Harold Lloyd. I no, sense dog good. food getting dumped into the big pile of dog food. Is, I can smell it every time I see that on the stage. Like, that <laughs> know, is Alpo. Alpo smells yep. gross. But yeah, so that's I, it for a, me.
0: That's a lot of great stuff, though. I mean, like, and that's, it's like John said, it's writing, man. Like, none of that stuff is in there by mistake. It's all fun. and It's all fun stuff that they put in there on purpose. And uh, that's, that's why we, that's like, it's all these little things that make a movie great.
2: And they and, said, uh, I think it was expensive to do the t- Marty's hand disappearing. And they said that it, uh, movie makers found it acceptable, but if they could have spent more time on it, they would have.
1: Yeah, it's I mean, of, it doesn't it's, look, it's not a very good effect, even for 1985. It was kind of
0: poor. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but okay. I mean, what are you going to do? 1985.
1: Mm. Yeah. Whereas I feel the screen effects in the next two movies where it's like, marty next to marty i think that was pretty good for the time
0: uh, the paradox scene is it's one of my favorites i think it looks fantastic like, just, i mean obviously there's a pole in between them but it still looks great because he does hand himself the wrench and it's yes.
1: flawless. yes
0: it's flawless flawless you don't even you don't even think that that's the same guy flawless
2: i say
0: flawless flawless so yeah anyways Lucy. Uh, i think that's all we got for facts Check us out, please, on leakpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're on Apple, leave us a five-star review. It doesn't cost you a thing. Or just follow us. Except you're a soul. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can find us everywhere.
2: Like Spotify, Anchor, Stinker, Overcast,
0: wherever. So thank you. And check out But if you're going to follow us, keep
1: six feet away. Right.
0: And check out... Hey, John's always got some good stuff that he actually creates on T Public,
1: where J-Hunt5440.
0: Yeah, J-Hunt5440. He's got some cool new stuff on there.
1: I don't have any Back to the Future stuff. Usually I have something that ties uh-huh. in with what we're talking about, but that's
0: okay. Buy something else. Buy Funny a draw shirt. It's there. produced
1: by Spielberg, so there you go. <laughs>
0: that's right. If you like Warren evil, you can head on over to my shop if you want to go to tpublic.com slash robinheadcom but but you don't have to.
2: And if you go outside, I suggest wearing a a complete head-to-toe yellow Darth Vader costume. Then that way you won't get affected with anything.
0: (laughs) From the planet Vulcan! All right, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll see you guys later.
1: Adios. Airheads. (laughs) The actor?
0: About all that talk, about screwing up future events, the space-time continuum?
1: Well, I figured, what the hell?